You're listening to Pixels Podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all things gaming, movies, streaming, and more. My name is Pixel Sean, and I am a live streamer looking to turn online content creation into a full-time occupation. I'm sitting down with other content creators to talk about their journey, their struggles, the lessons they've learned along the way, and just to have a good time. If you do want to support this show, you can give this show a rating, and you can also find all my socials in the description below. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another podcast, episode 16. We are once again joined by Carla. Carla, how are you going? Tired, but uh, still breathing. How about yourself? <laughs> Doing very, very well. Um, we do have a lot of gaming news again to get into every week there are just so many different news stories and shit to get into so we won't waste any time really with the intro but if you do want to look at any of our socials or anything like that it's all in the description down below patreon gilded and anything else that you need to to look at for our socials all linked in the show notes down below but we're going to start off very very strong with uh, a new five-minute, <laughs> <laughs> with a new five-minute gameplay video for Resident Evil Village. Did you watch this one? Uh, I watched a bit of it for scientific purposes. Uh, <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> but no, I, I didn't watch the full thing because I am trying to not spoil this game for myself. Yeah, because uh, a big problem horror games have is they kind of spoil all like the major scare scenes. Mm. So I'm trying to avoid as much as I can while still knowing what's going on with the game and how it looks, how it plays, stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah. So when I was watching, so like like you would know, most people don't know that I haven't really played many Resident Evils. Um, the yes. first time was actually this year when I was playing with you. Um, yeah, uh, technically you've played the two worst Resident Evil games, yeah. I think. <laughs> so but at least, to be fair, uh, not everyone can get their hands on the original games yeah. these days. That's just yeah. expensive. I definitely will be picking this one up for reasons. Yep. You've but ever seen a this... man beat a game with one hand? <laughs> You're about to. <laughs> well, but, uh... record pace, let's go. <laughs> so yeah, this one shows off some... Um, different environments, um, different enemy encounters and sort of the combat and the, the gunplay. Um, looks pretty decent and then it finishes on Lady Dimitrescu, however you say that. I talking to someone called any idea. Yeah. Talking to someone called Mother Miranda, um, just outlining that Ethan has escaped and they're talking about some kind of ceremony or something like that. Um, but what was interesting from this gameplay was in the cutscene, there was an option to skip... Or enter a photo mode. And I'm thinking, you bloody legends. <laughs> Chucked <laughs> photo mode into into this game. I'm like, mate, Twitter I, I is just going to be... I can't remember who it was on Twitter, but they went, my God, what have they done? Yeah. <laughs> Twitter like, is just going to be insane when this game like, comes Rule out. Like, Rule 34 artists are already having the time of their life. Oh, and mate. now they're just going to be like... God, it's just, it's never going to end. <laughs> no, it's not. But, you know, uh, it's just going to open the floodgates. I can't wait for it. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> because I respect yeah. women. That's totally the reason. <laughs> I love seeing strong female characters in games. <laughs> really <laughs> strong. Who's the, yep, Ten way foot, too strong. 
stump on my like neck kind of strong. Nine foot <laughs> some shit. I forgot how tall she is now. But yeah, I was like nine foot something. Yeah, she's massive. Nine, I think it was nine um, foot six. Which is just, yeah, something like that. It's stupid. It's, just it's huge. I but, love it. Yeah, but this game's set to release May 7th. Um, not too much longer to go now. Yeah, it's getting there. Uh, it's I'm pretty, about a month from pretty today. excited for it. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what other content's going to be in the game. Mm. Uh, because a cool, a cool thing the Resident Evil games do is they usually have some pretty interesting like post-game stuff. So like yeah. the, in Resi 2... Um, especially the remake. I know three had similar things as well, where you had like challenge modes and stuff to beat the games. Because the Resident Evil games, for those who have never really played them and don't know, they're actually kind of designed to be speedrun. Like the whole point is to try and get through it as quick as possible without killing as many things as possible to get right, like, okay. the best possible rank. So yeah. Um, for example, like, I played through Resi 2, like, the remake, and I can beat it in about four hours, uh, which most people would take 10, 15 on their first attempt, but it's one of those, if you know where everything is, you'll fly through it, and mm. that's kind of what it's designed to do, but then to kind of make the games a little more interesting for veteran players, they had, like, I know Resi 2 had, like, tofu mode, where you play as a giant block of tofu, and you gotta, like, <laughs> not get eaten to get through and stuff it's stupid but it's fun so i'm hoping they kind of add some stupid little things like that yeah um i'd like to have it be like oh play as big mummy milkers uh and you have to hunt down Ethan yeah or start something. hunting like, that'd be good yeah like i think more interesting game modes because like they wanted to do that weird like battle royal kind of deathmatchy thing Hmm. which to me is just stupid but I think kind of going the left for dead route of you can have someone playing as a hero and someone controlling like the zombies in that sense I think it would make the game like have more longevity rather than uh, the average playtime of 30 seconds uh, yeah. for those who don't know you now know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I, I am interested but I do hope there is more to it than just the campaign even if it's a down the line sort of thing Mm. Uh, one, one thing I did sort of notice with the combat and again this is coming from someone who hasn't played Resident Evil is that in this new gameplay video some of the combat just seems very slow um, yeah. so you have someone come up from the water and then you're just going bang 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 and they're walking toward you so slowly and you're just you yeah. know, firing off shots I'm just like I, I get, you know, it's meant to be suspenseful and all that stuff, but, like, to me, I'm like, that just looks a little bit too slow. Like, they're walking yeah, slower um, than the um, the, um, the amnesia guys coming at you. I'm like, they're very slow. Yeah. Well, it's like, you haven't played Resi 7, but you played 5 and the giraffe blowjob game. Yeah. Uh, where, like, the movement, <laughs> let's be real, those, is relatively quick. Like, you're generally yeah. running all the time. Yeah, but if you play them, and as someone who's played through like every Resi game I own, uh, when I got to seven, seven is infuriatingly slow. He mm. walk like Ethan walks like he shit his pants, but he doesn't want like anything to slip out of his undies. Yeah, you know, like he's just shuffling along, even at a sprint. It's like the slowest walk. Yeah. Uh, and I get the idea of making trying to make things feel like real to life in terms of size if you're scared you're either you know sprinting everywhere or you're going to be going really slow and cautious you don't want to make noise and things like that but those are mechanics that weren't really in the game so 
it'd be more interesting to see them have I'd say double the speed to be honest of general mm. general movement because like during cutscenes and that characters walk fine and I guess the whole point is so you can't necessarily always outrun the big bad you've got to outposition them because mm. like outrunning the big bad it kind of gets rid of all of the fear yeah because if you can just run away from them like who gives a shit you know it's like just turn around run the other way until like they stop chasing you mm. so it is a fine balance I think it's something they didn't really fully nail in 7 7 has a really interesting story and the puzzles are great and stuff which makes it good but I think as that game's got older the criticism on the movements got more intense so mm. like it's probably it's, it's biggest downfall so hopefully yeah. they do maybe patch the movement to be just a little quicker yeah, because my, my issue is, like, you know, like like you were saying, like, you see in other cutscenes how quickly characters can move and, you know, all that mm. sort of stuff. So, you're like, okay, cool. It's similar to, you know, the Avengers game where you see Iron Man in cutscenes, you know, and, like, diving and dipping and, you know, going through bridges and all that sort of stuff. But when you actually get to play him, he's either on rails or he's so slow. It just, there's this huge disconnect. So... Similar thing when I saw, you know, the trailers, you know, the the cutscenes, these characters are like, you know, fading in and out and they're really fast. And then you see them in actual gameplay. I'm like, why are they walking so slow? Yeah, so it, it just creates that little bit of disconnect. I just hope it's, you know, a one-off mm. scene where, you know, there's more to it and we just haven't seen it yet. But uh, yeah, I hope they're just not, you know, making them really, really slow because that would be a little bit boring. That's where yeah. photo mode comes into play and picks up the game for yeah. everyone. <laughs> As I said, average playtime of 30 seconds for a reason. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I think the game's definitely got a lot of potential. The story will be interesting. But yeah, yeah. if the movement's as slow as 7, yeah, it's it's going to be fun the first time you play it, but you're never going to want to go back to it. And mm. that's yeah. the big problem I think 7 has. I don't know a lot of people that are like, 7's my favorite Resi game. I go back and play it all the time. Not saying yeah. people out there don't love it and don't do that, but... Most Resi fans are like, I love Resi 1, I love Resi 2, I love Resi 3, I love Resi 4. No one loves Resi 5 or 6, and that's fair. But, like, those games play really well. Even if the story is stupid, the game is fun to play. Mm, and yeah. that's a big problem I think 7 has is the game is mechanically fun, but it loses a lot of its, you know, potential especially when you move like as i said it's just so slow it does yeah. need to be fixed hmm. all right moving on the next one uh e3 2021 there was some misinformation being spread that certain elements of e3 2021 would be put behind a paywall so for those of you who don't know obviously given the coronavirus and all that sort of stuff um, this is e3 is going ahead but it's going to be a digital only event I'm not going to say who dropped the article <laughs> um, to say that it's going to be you know locked behind some paywalls, but shortly after these reports were published, the Entertainment Software Association, or ESA, has stated, E3's 2021 digital show is a free event for all attendees. We can confirm that E3 2021 will be 100% free for all attendees and there will be no elements at E3 2021 that will be behind a paywall. So again, the person or company who did spread this misinformation, um, you know, 
got this response out of ECA really quickly. So they wanted to obviously clarify this because this was a lot of misinformation being spread. Um, I kind of love the idea of E3 being a digital only event. I know a lot of people, you know, it's gone downhill lately apparently, but I love how it just, it gives access to every single person who, you know, might not be able to make it or isn't even in the same country. They can still have some kind of experience of E3. I, I really like that. I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, like, <coughs> pardon me. Like, a big problem uh, E3 had for, like, the last five years, and this is why people have said it's gone downhill, is it basically went journalist only. And yeah. a lot of the journalists, and I will throw full shade out there to any journalist that is like this, especially in the gaming scene, got very entitled to being like, well, I should have access to this game because I work Ooh, for yeah. said publication. Yeah. And anyone who is in, like who has that kind of entitlement to anything, whether you're a gamer, whether you're a musician, or whatever, in whatever scene, whatever fandom you're a part of, shove it. Like, no, you're not entitled to Jack. And the idea of E3 going back to the people, I, re- I agree, I really, really like. What I'd like them to do is something like Steam does for their... I think they do like an autumn and a spring showcase or something. They might even do one every season. I'm not too sure. Um, where they or it was like an indie games thing where they had playable demos for all of the games for everyone to play. So you could just download these demos. They're only a limited time demo, um, and you could sit there, download them, try the game out during this event, and then the, like the demo wouldn't work anymore. I really like the idea of doing something like that. Let everyone get their hands on it. Let everyone be able to talk about it. Get the buzz up. Get E3 big again. Because a big problem with mm. E3 is, you know, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, all the other publishers and that, they've lost interest in doing it. Yeah. Because, you know, if it's only journalists, journalists, uh, yeah, they play a role in building hype for a game. But you need the fans to play the game to tell you it's good. Word of like spread by word of mouth is infinitely better than some journalist. A lot of people don't have trust in, especially if it's from you know like you know IGN got a lot of flack, especially with their reviews of like Call of Duty games. While other games that were considered pretty good by the community, they'd say were trash. You know, mm, so yeah. like a lot of journalists, unfortunately, whether it be because of editorial decisions or just personal tastes have kind of lost a lot of the you know the everyday players perspective so it's become yeah it's it's got to come back to the people because it's become this entitled oh we should get all the say and we decide whether the game gets out there or if it's any good and like take outriders for example it's actually a great example something we're going to talk about later um barely anyone talked about it for the longest time the game was dead quiet and then um people started getting to play the demo and people spread the word and that game blew up because of it. They loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just something, unfortunately, that doesn't happen when you solely rely on game journalism specifically Mm. to spread the the word. Not to say game journalism doesn't hold a place. It definitely does. Uh, You need someone with a bigger platform and a bigger voice, especially to put pressure on companies in the case of something being bad. Yeah. But for the everyday player if we don't get to try it we don't get to see it because there's a lot of stuff that gets shown behind closed doors that we're not allowed to see if we just get given access those games you know all of a sudden a lot more hype's going to build it's just free Ooh, advertising yeah. for them you know one, one like thing that, that 
yeah, one thing that worked really well, I know it's not gaming, but it was um, with the DC online event. Um, so they showcased a whole bunch of their movies and shows and lots of stuff. I forgot what it was called. Um, but they did kind of a, a similar thing where they said, you know, they wanted to have, um, you know, a, an online platform where you can go to different, you know, quote-unquote worlds or islands and depending on a different you know, whatever world you went to, there'd be different forms of content available there. Now, they did change it at the last minute, but they had a thing where it was all online, it was all free, all you need to do is just click the link and you could go to whatever, uh, you know, quote-unquote booth that you wanted to go to um, to see the different trailers that are being dropped and different discussions with, you know, whatever stakeholders are there. Um, and it actually drummed up a lot more hype than just dropping a trailer because you were, you felt like you were a part of a community all watching something at the same time. Mm-hmm. Whereas with E3, you know, especially as of late, it's fucking harder and harder to get into. And, you know... Yeah. You know, as we discussed, you know, it's it's just gone more journal, you know, the journalist sort of focus. So it's just like, well, you, you're giving it back to the fans, but also giving online access to everyone at once. You're going to have a huge influx of this sense of community and everyone feeling like they're part of, you know, it's feeling something and experiencing something all at the same time. And it's just going to create so much hype and just such an element of community around whatever they announce at E3. Because everyone's going to be reacting at the same time. Everyone's going to be talking about it. I, I, I just I love that DC event. I think it worked so much better than just like, you know, having a, an isolated thing inside of a room. You can get your tickets. And if you can't, you have to wait, you know, a couple of hours until it gets released online. I think, I think this is the future of game events. Maybe have something physical when the virus, you know, eases up. And also have an online-only component for people who can't get there. But yeah, um, yeah I, I definitely think it's way more effective doing it this way than just locking it to people who can be there physically. Yeah, and I do have to say it, Blizzard suck a dick, but it's something <laughs> uh, BlizzCon does really well. They've had mm. an online component every year for people who can't attend because their tickets always sell out so quick. Yeah, uh, Not so much of a problem over the last couple of years, suckers, uh, but generally they do have an <laughs> online event because, you know, when you especially when you're centralised company in the sense of you're in one country or this event's in one place it's not like PAX or Comic Con that travels around you know E3 is set up in one spot and it's there for like 3-4 days and then it goes yeah exactly and the problem is it's like yeah we can watch you know videos of the announcements and stuff like that I did a few years back I watched uh, E3 with a friend and we sat there and watched basically a few days worth of it um, which reminds me of that time that guy from the Bethesda one just kept like getting overly hyped for literally everything, which I think was kind of the start of the downfall because people are, like clearly dudes a paid actor at this point. Yeah, because uh, they're they're just putting in people they want to be there to try and drum up hype instead of it being a more natural thing. But anyway, uh, the idea of being able to you know sit here, me and you in a call on a gilded, join our gilded server uh, well, Pixels, <laughs> he's, the, he's the one who put all the work into it, uh, but you know join, like, we can sit here, have a conversation and share the screen and sit there and react together in real time even though, you know, we're yeah. a city apart from each other, I can do it with friends overseas in Europe, in South Africa in, you know, America, in Canada and to be able to sit there and just as a community come together and enjoy something the idea yeah. of having, especially a more interactive thing, so it's kind of like a virtual theme park in a sense. 
I think that's just brilliant. I love that yeah. idea. Yeah, so if, if anyone was confused about any kind of paywalls, they're not on. Um, yeah. 100% free, all attendees, everyone can join. It's going to be a big party. I can't wait. <laughs> Actually, you know, you know what will be put behind a paywall? The uh, the photo mode for Resi Seven, uh, Resi Village. <laughs> <laughs> Call that's it the gold, That's the gold edition, and everyone that's, will be buying that edition. Oh yeah, Every, everyone's paying three hundred dollars <laughs> for that edition of the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, E three is E three is fifteenth of June. <laughs> yeah, E three is fifteenth of June to the seventeenth of June. So put that in your calendars, guys. Again, completely free. All online, it's going to be a good time. I'll probably stream it depending on yeah. where I am, whether I'm in the office. If I'm no, if I'm in the office at work, I definitely won't be streaming it. Yeah, let <laughs> but me I'll probably make a video work, on it. I'll stream it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I um, think it's. I, I hope this is the return of E3 because E3 has got to the point where it's like no one cares about it. Exactly. And E3 used yeah. to be like the most exciting time of year, so oh, I, it was great. I'm hoping that it's it's back on track. It used to be something to look forward to. But yeah, so 15th of June, 17th of June, um, E3. Should be a good time. Next thing, Knockout City gets a cross-platform open beta. So over the weekend and up until the 4th of April, so it's closed now, there was an open beta uh, for people to try in for cross-platform play as well as the 3v3 mode in Knockout City. Um, Anyone who doesn't know this, it's a game about... It's basically dodgeball... But in a, in a team deathmatch, um, no. it's it's very very simple. But there are different abilities with your players and the different balls and lots of stuff. And obviously, the goal is to hit players with your balls and dodge theirs. Like it's it's Phrasing. pretty straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's clearly a party game. Yeah, uh, I think it'll have some form of competitive scene, but. Mm. I don't see it being like, you know, a Call of Duty, a CSGO, nah. League of Legends sort of Rocket level League of, kind of thing. Yeah, it's not going to get to that extreme, but I yeah. do see it getting a relatively big fan base in an esports community. Yeah. But I don't see it being like Rocket League level of popular for casual players. Mm. The feedback I'm hearing like from... Plus platform. Yeah. The feedback I'm hearing from some players is that it, it was fun. Um... But, you know, my, my concern is, is the game's longevity or its staying power. Like you're saying, I don't think it's going to be getting the hype um, or the fan base of those games you listed. Mm. I'm anticipating it's going to have a big spike when it has its full release. And obviously, it's going to be a lot of plays because it's on different platforms, which is always good. And you'll be able to play with mm. different people no matter what platform, which is always a good thing. But I just can't see this being like, you know, the go-to game that people sink eight to ten hours in every single day like they do with other yeah. games. I just I, I just don't see it. Yeah, I, I, I do agree. I want to be proven wrong. I really do. Mm. I want this to, you know, I don't want any game to flop at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, none of us should want a game to flop just because we're like, that seems stupid. Like, because let's be real, it's not the sort of game when you think, you know, make a great game. You know, a 3v3 deathmatch dodgeball game. It's like, to mm. me, that's a little silly. Maybe if you had, like, 10-person dodgeball, it'd be a little more hectic and stuff. But uh, the main thing I actually really like, and, you know, again, Outriders is doing this, uh, is the cross-platform stuff. I really love that this is starting to become a standard. Because, oh, yeah. the, you know, 
being a PC gamer, it doesn't really affect me 99% of the time because you tend to play with other PC gamers. But when you've got friends who only have a console because they don't have the money for a PC or, like, you know, they've got a console, they can only play the game, but it's going to have to be, you know, at slower frame rates and stuff like that, it kind of allows you to still just enjoy the game together. It's no longer, yeah. oh, we have to go out and spend five, $600 on a console because pricing in Australia is bullshit just to be able to play one game with a friend that we may or may not like, you know? Mm. So I am glad cross-platform is becoming very much a standard and I hope it stays that way and continues to go that way. I love it. I just think like, you know, the, the age of, you know, consoles saying well we have these exclusive games it's like i think that yeah, age is slowly coming to an end yeah i was talking it to does. my mate i was talking to my mate about it um, a couple of days ago and um you know he was saying that he loves uncharted and god of war and all that stuff i'm like yeah but uncharted is done um yeah. i don't think there is plans to make any more god of war has ragnarok coming out which is a good exclusive but I said, you know, more and more games are either having just a timed exclusive now. Like yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, that's now available on PC. That Still was you know, exclusive to, to PC. That yeah. game comes to and PC, you'll never see me again. I'm playing that game forever. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> and then you have like, you so know, good. Kingdom Hearts, which has been on fucking every platform really. But for the longest time, that was on PlayStation. Um, mm. And now that's available on, on PC. So I, I do think we are moving to an age where... There's going to be a lot more choice in what platform you want to play a certain game on. And also, mm. if you get a certain platform and your friend gets a different one, the the limitations of being able to connect to your own personal friends is just... I guess the walls are going to be broken down because it's it yeah. seems, and I really hope it's moving to a future where it doesn't matter what console you buy anymore. The games yeah. should be on whatever platform... And, you know, you buy the hardware that you, you know, best fits to you and your lifestyle and whatever you want to do. But that shouldn't limit how you communicate or interact with the, that game's community. Yeah. I, I think that we are really moving toward that future. Yeah. And I really hope it stays because every single person that you speak to loves crossplay. It's, it's such a good yeah. feature. It, it makes everyone happy. And, like, yes, oh, yeah. consoles can still have their exclusives because otherwise, you know all the companies might as well come together and create one ultimate console you yeah. know, at the end of the day. But I think, like, take Nintendo games. I'd love to be able to play certain Nintendo games on PC or mm. on PlayStation and stuff like that. But at the same time, like, Nintendo's built a brand for itself of making the games for itself. So yeah. you know, Nintendo can get away with it. Sony and Xbox, I think, are in this really interesting position of... They've been competing more direct head-to-head while Nintendo's been doing its own thing. Um, yeah. Because Nintendo's console wars was during the 90s against Sega, and unfortunately for Sega, they lost. And Nintendo yeah. just powered on from there. And yeah, technically Nintendo's part of the console wars, but Nintendo's, you know, it's kind of a unique beast in which case of everyone just sees it as, you know, it's just a gaming console if I want to play the Nintendo properties. You don't really yeah. get it to play third-party stuff. Like, at the end of the day, you're like, I want to play Nintendo games, so I pay for the Nintendo console. And yeah. I don't have necessarily have a problem with that for, like, Xbox or Sony, but the problem is those consoles, to me, are a little more, I'd say, mainstream in mm. a weird way 
of because they've got so much more multi-purpose use like netflix amazon prime all that sort of stuff basically you can use them for your own home entertainment uh like solution instead of like the switch which can't do any of that it might get youtube but that's it but like to be able to sit there and go yeah okay maybe certain games after a few years come across like take kingdom hearts you know i don't know if the 2.5 like the 1.5 2.5 remix came to xbox one at all um i don't recall it doing that but it might have uh but you know to be something that's been playstation exclusive for like 20 odd years to Mm. finally come across and be like yeah you know what people have been wanting it on other platforms and especially like these old games that people love and adore but you can't get anymore you know um it's something resident evil final fantasy's done a great job of it of late where they're like we're gonna get all the final fantasies on every possible platform for you same with resident evil like it's everywhere we want you to be able to play it because at the end of the day after you know x amount of time the sales aren't really going to be huge you know like look at something like witcher 3 for example where the sales when it launched were massive for what it was and it kind of died off over a year or two and then you know they put a lot of effort into getting it to other consoles and stuff and it drums up a little more interest and then they put it on good sales and stuff and those sales pick back up because you got to remember it's like if you i mean at the end of the day it's a business and if your product stays at the same price all the time and is exclusive to one use like one use case you're not really saturating the market with your product. Yeah, you've got to get a to limited pool of the playing. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's something that I'm glad is becoming a thing and mm. I hope it continues, even if it's not necessarily for first-party games, but, you know, to be able to sit there and go, okay, we'll put the Call of Duty people in with, like, you know, the PS4 guys and the Xbox guys and all that. I wouldn't want to put them against the PC guys for the most part because the hardcore no, PC players smashed. do have a massive <laughs> advantage. I'm sorry, console gamers. It's not that you trash at the game. It's just it is so much quicker to aim with a mouse it than is. it is with it a controller. Is. It's just, it yeah. is completely unfair. And if you've never done it, learn how to play an FPS on a PC. Doesn't matter what FPS it is, you will well, see that's, that's how that's, much easier it is. That's what I did. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, when I got my gaming pc just to have a little sidetrack thing but yeah got my gaming pc a couple of years of probably three three years ago now yeah couldn't do the bloody keyboard mouse controls and now when i go yeah. back to you know a first or a third person shooter i'm like with a controller i'm like yuck yeah. <laughs> like this is disgusting <laughs> yeah i love looking at the look on your face because i remember when you started like i used to bug you to try and use mouse and keyboard because you used to always um, use a controller right. for everything when you first got the pc yeah. you're like this is what i'm used to and to be fair let's be real at the time you had shit peripherals like you didn't have a yeah. good keyboard and it's not even like your keyboard now is technically great it's a budget keyboard but it's just so much better than what you had oh yeah um yeah and all that and it's just like you don't understand it until you actually do it and people go why do you spend like 200 dollars on a mouse and keyboard it's like it's the same reason people spend like 300 dollars and stuff on like headphones or on custom controllers it makes a difference you want the perfect feedback for what you do Hmm, exactly yeah but um yeah so the open beta just going back to knockout city has now been closed off um, I forgot when the game's going to be released. I think it's soonish anyway. But um, yeah. yeah, good to see that they're, I guess, pushing the the cross platform. I was saying to my mate as well that um, you know, with the whole Nintendo Switch kind of thing, they run their own race. They don't, the, yeah, mm. they have consoles out at the same time as you know PlayStation and Xbox. But really, they're just doing their own thing. They don't care about what the others are, are doing. They're just there to yeah. make you know the best console for them, their player base, make it as fun as possible. 
I, I don't really think they give a shit about the console wars. Yeah. Um, they've been but, there, done that. Yeah, exactly. And look, their um, biggest market's Japan. At the end of the day, like they might make oh, sales yeah. outside of Japan, but PlayStation and Xbox, they can't really crack the Japanese market. Nah, and the Switch not, not dominates, close. especially with their movement to the Ooh, mobile yeah. gaming scene. So that's yeah. like Nintendo is just going to be around for a long time doing their own thing, no matter what. Yeah. So big time. Uh, all right, next bit of news for those of you who are into Among Us. There was a new map dropped that's called the Airship. Uh, now I made a quick video about this on YouTube, it's on my channel somewhere if you're interested, but it is the biggest map to date in the game, and given that it's so large, um, the player uh, maximum players in the game has been increased from 10 to 15. Um, with this new map you get new tasks, new hat, new costumes, and there's also an account system um, which enables players to report bad behavior and with the account system you could only have one account per device on top of that it also allows you to report people for inappropriate behavior and also those who you suspect of hacking now I used to play this game a lot and then I, mm. I saw myself how bad the hacking got it was just ridiculous to the point where you know, maybe about a month ago, I tried it again. I'd get into a game, I wasn't the imposter, and you'd start, and about five seconds into the match, it would say that you've won. No one disconnected. It's just the hackers just get into this game, and for whatever reason, they, they want to hack to see who the imposter is within five seconds. Am I... Like, why would anyone do this? It just completely ruins any aspect of the game. So, I'm yeah, glad that like, they're putting in um, an account function so you can report people like that. But, um, yeah, hackers, man. Like, of all games to hack, it's it's, it's yeah. like people who hacked Fall Guys. Why? <laughs> yeah, like, where's the, the... The whole point is the potential of failure is the fun. Yeah. You know, if you get rid of all challenge to a game, there's no real point. You know, yeah. it's like playing... Go back, play Doom, put God Mode on, and it's like, all of a sudden, it's like, this game isn't fun. Exactly. You know, you, like, there's no pressure on you to do well and perform. So I do yeah. like the idea of this account system. Um, mm. As someone who doesn't really have a huge interest in the game, I actually talked to uh, one of the kids at work uh, who's 17. He said uh, they picked it up for the first time in a while for it, and they enjoyed it a lot more recently than what they used to. Yeah, um, because things have got a little bit better, which is good to hear. What yeah. I would like to see, just from an outside perspective, I think would be maybe something like the imposter can set like actual traps around the map instead of just mm. like screwing around with tasks and things like that. Yeah, um, I think that would make like the game a little more interesting, a little bit harder. But you know, maybe it doesn't necessarily kill someone, but if they get hit by X amount of traps, then they're dead. But yeah. you know, the imposter can only lay X amount of traps uh, in a given game or something. I think to add, they need to add more to the gameplay itself. You know, a few new tasks is nice and things like that. But you know, for someone like me, it's it's really hard to get interested in actually playing this game. It's fun to watch, yeah. But actually playing it, it's like eh, there's just not a lot going on. As someone who loves like. I would say more complicated games. Like, I love, like, real-time yeah. strategies and things like that. I like things that I have to think a lot more rather than just trying to go, how can I deceive someone or when's the right time to kill someone sort of thing. Yeah. 
my my issue with the, yeah with the games is that you know they they say oh we're gonna give you a new tasks like, okay but it's still just busy work it's still yeah. you know moving your mouse up and down to scrub a diamond or to shake a bag it, it, it's all the same movement at the end of the day yeah um I think you know laying traps, even just to slow players down, or you know just something like that, where you know it turns all the lights off and no one can see anything except for the imposter. Just yeah. something a bit new and fresh, you know. New map is good, new locations and all that stuff is good, but you know, when they said new tasks, just to you know freshen things up, I'm like, you're still technically doing the same shit. It's just a different animation on screen. Yeah. I don't know. I think like it's, uh, maybe maybe have the crewmates have roles or something like mm. say like if uh you can have someone who has night vision, you can have someone who can detect traps, you can have someone who can you know maybe uh talk to ghosts or something like that, but they're like extra yeah. vulnerable and like their location is shown uh by the yeah. imposter and the imposter could pretend to be a crewmate and be like, "Yeah, I'll stay with you to keep you safe in case mm. you get attacked." You know, things like that like I think it, the game just needs a few more layers to it to make it more than just uh, okay let me get drunk with mates and we'll yeah. piss fart around for an hour or two and then that's it you know we'll play it in another week like yeah. it just it it's a game that has more staying power than it should like it just it doesn't really have anything going on to me mm. that is interesting like it's where something like Towns of Salem is a little more interesting very similar yeah. in concept of what's going on but you know every character sort of has a role and you have to play that role so i think i'd like to see among us have that because it's got the potential to be incredible but Mm. at the moment it's just falling flat on its face to me it's just not quite taking that next step yeah i'd like to see some features like you know if you kill someone um and just going with a whole night vision idea like you know if you kill someone and you know someone has been able to upgrade you know their character to a certain point where they could turn on some kind of vision, like kind of like a uh, detective mode in Batman, where they see the imposter's yeah. footprints, but every footprint gets you know lighter and lighter and fades. So if you see someone coming yeah. out of a certain room, they can turn this vision on and say like, "You got the footprints because you got the blood on your shoes or whatever." Yeah. Just different things like that, where it forces players to actually engage in different mechanics outside of little mini games. Um, yeah. I, 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 like something like that would would really sort of bring me back in like this airship has been out for a while now and i I still haven't bothered to get in the game i just i can't be bothered with it (laughs) yeah it's just it is just lacking mechanically yeah you know it doesn't need to have you know a million mechanics or anything crazy but it just needs more to it than what it is because at the moment the Mm. only thing that's driving it is the people themselves like us playing the game and talking and making the jokes and stuff like that but if your game's relying on the co-op side to be fun, yeah, then it's arguably not really a great game. And I'm mm. not saying that it's bad, it's just it's not great if you have to play with other people to enjoy yourself because the mechanics just aren't that good. Yeah. One thing I did notice when I was looking um, you know, to find streamers who were playing this, you know, they're, they're having the title, you know, new airship, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. But a lot of them are just playing the old, the old maps. Yeah. I'm just thinking oh, that's, that's a little concerning. Obviously, you want to play something that's familiar, but given that this one is the biggest map, for me, one of the best maps is the first one, which is one of the, one of the smaller ones. Playing playing the biggest map is just uh, to me, it's not as fun because yeah. you can get away with so much shit if you're the imposter, 
and because it's such a large you know map and everyone's all spread out like the pasta always wins on the bigger maps because it's like you can't track anything yeah. so you know they come out and say oh this is the biggest map and I'm just like Ugh. it's got like three or four levels in, in the airship and I'm like mate you can get away with everything here yeah so, I, I do yeah. think like a, a t- like a cr- like the crew system having like roles would make the game just infinitely better and it'd make like yeah. those bigger maps like way more interesting hmm. especially like yeah. hey the like treat it more like dead to uh, was it dead by daylight in that sense yeah you know like have the killer be more than just a let me just kill them let them like lay traps let them like plan things out you know Mm. but you know at the same time obviously they're trying to stay hidden so I think it could be a lot more in depth but they're just not not quite getting there it is a small team but yeah there's definitely work to be done but um all right, moving on to the next story. Valheim has a VR mod. Now, Valheim is a game where we got into, but I just sort of didn't get back into because there was other shit I was playing. <laughs> so yeah, I, I do need to get into it. You, I got in... Don't take it the wrong way, uh, but I got incredibly flustered with him the time he... We were meant to be hunting <laughs> boars. He got distracted <laughs> by deers and then got stuck on an island and I had to make a boat and sail against the wind for like an hour to get him. <laughs> because he got stuck. Oh, that's and it was good. just like... It was just the worst. <laughs> so I, I actually haven't revisited since then because I got so annoyed. <laughs> it's just like... like, And it's not like it's uh, oh, pixel fucked up. He's the worst. It's like, no, it's just one of those things, you know, when you get distracted in a game, it happens. But like how slow the game can be at certain points. Uh, yeah. Can Especially be like, at the sort of start. So for those who don't know, I... I think I was getting like some leather or the horns or something trying to upgrade it but this deer just kept running away from me I'm like no you're mine motherfucker so I just kept chasing it and then it started to swim away then it got like onto another island then I saw more deer on this island so I'm like so I just kept running down and down and down the map and then I'm like oh fuck I'm stuck (laughs) I got so (laughs) far away down the map I can't swim back I had no food I got no supplies I was like, shit, I can't swim back. I'm going to drown. My stamina is just going to go down. Because I, I ate food while I was sort of swimming to get the stamina up. And then, yeah, I, I had no way of getting back. So that's why Carlick had to come in and, um, you know, build a boat. And, like, especially starting in the game, everything is so slow because he's just so, just so limited on supplies. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I just we just haven't gone back to it. <laughs> Probably yeah, my I've fault been, there, but... I, no, I don't think it's fully your fault. I think a big problem I have, and this is just me with these sort of games, and it's no fault of the game, this is merely just for me, it's the same issue I have with Minecraft. Unless I have a goal, it's really mm. hard for me to like push myself to do things. And that's the problem I have with a lot of sandbox games like that, where it's, yeah, there's things for you to do, but we're not really going to tell you how to do it. you got to sort of figure it out. Yeah. Like, although, you know... With, uh, with COVID being a thing, I've had a lot of spare time. You know, I would have had time for that. But since, you know, about July last year, I've had a job. So I've been working a lot more um, after my teaching stopped because of COVID. So, and especially these days, like since Valheim kind of became a thing and we were playing it, I've been working a lot. So I haven't had as much spare time to sit down and go, yeah, I'm going to put like 15 hours into this game today just to maybe get all my supplies and everything ready so then when we play we can you know smash things out so 
it's just I think that's what something I'd like to see is maybe like a more objective focused gameplay style to the game or like something you can toggle which would be cool Um, but as just like an open world sandbox game that you can sort of mess around in and have fun it's pretty good like it is it is pretty good it's gorgeous it plays well you know and you can have fun as long as you're not playing with Pixel and, and getting distracted <laughs> while you're meant to be hunting boars for the leather. If, if, if you're going to be like, playing... <laughs> if you want to play with me, just make sure you have a boat ready. <laughs> I remember Bat in chat just getting so mad at you. <laughs> she was like yelling at you. The whole time Leave you were chasing the like, what are you doing? You dunce, for the love of God. We'd, we'd, we'd have two hours and just nothing was done. Yeah, we literally got nothing done. I think I got like five boars and you were chasing one boar and then saw a deer and just went, no, nah, I'm going that way. And then I just never saw you again until I finally picked you up. And you were pissing yourself laughing the whole time and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> like, waiting on you, man, waiting on you. But um, yeah, getting back to the actual topic... Um, so yeah, there's a VR mod available for Valheim. Um, you can download it. I will put the link to it in the show notes if you want. But uh, basically, this is an article from PC Gamer. Um, you can just search this up yourself as well. And all the links to get this mod will be there. Uh, but basically, this mod is designed for seated play with a mouse and keyboard. There, uh, There's no options for a third-person view yet. Uh, but motion controls are supported, or they will be supported. They're in the works at the moment. Um, you will still be able to uh, play a multiplayer whether your friends are using VR or not, uh, but you will need to turn anti-aliasing and bloom off if you get motion sickness as well as a motion blur. Um, otherwise, you're going to be vomiting into your VR headset, which is fun for no one. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's uh, cool that um, yeah, there's mods being made for yeah VR. First yeah, person I, uh, VR, it's cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna test your memory. What do I refer to motion blur as? Can you remember? What's that? No, the, the option motion blur. I always refer to it as the devil's anus. It is the <laughs> worst fucking setting. I hate it on every single game. It's not because I get motion sick or anything. I just fucking hate it because like you're trying shit. to see stuff, especially when you play oh, stuff yeah. like Doom and that, and you're moving around 100 miles an hour. Like, I need to physically see the outline of something, not it yeah. blurred. So, yeah, I've so always shit. hated motion blur, and I've always referred yeah. to it as the devil's anus, because it just drives <laughs> me freaking nuts. So, uh, yeah, I will test you guys on that in about 30 episodes from now, uh, which I'll forget about. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's, it'd, be, it'd be a good addition. Like, you know, I'm just thinking, yeah. you know, of, of all the, um, the bosses that you fight and the trolls that come after you. Uh, combat would be, I'd imagine, pretty difficult because you can't see sort of people around you. You just actually yeah. have that first-person view, so it will make the game more challenging, I think. But um, yeah, I think it'd be fun to just I, give it a I go. I think if you're into stuff like Minecraft and that, like this mod, yeah. especially if you like VR gaming, would be just the biggest time sink of your life. You know, yeah. basically, it's hey, let me be a Viking simulator. You know, yeah. that's what it it'd is. be. So fun, so fun. Alright, next topic. This is a game that I haven't really spoken about, but it is something I'm looking forward to. I do like the LEGO games, um, but the LEGO Star Wars Skywalker Saga has been delayed. Now, 
This game was first revealed at E3 2019 and was given a spring 2021 release period. However, TT Games has stated that they need more time to work on the game. So a quote from their Twitter was, All of us at TT Games are working hard to make LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga the biggest and best ever LEGO game. But we're going to need more time to do it. We won't be able to make our intended spring release date, but we'll provide updated launch timing as soon as possible. So basically been delayed indefinitely at the moment until they give us a new date. I am a fan, as we always say, of games being delayed for improvements. I am also a fan of not giving us a deadline um, mm. because with some companies and games beforehand, they'll give us a deadline and then it's delayed again and again and again. It's just, just like, you know, give us the second deadline when you know you're going to be able to make that and reach that and the game's going to be as good as possible. Don't give, you know, multiple false dates. I know it's annoying for people that are going to say, you know, well, when's this going to be released, blah, blah, blah. You know, when can I play this? So it's like, just chill. They're working on it. You're going to get the best end product when it does come out. Just be patient, as we always say. And don't fucking bully a company into giving you a date and trying to pressure them to rush out of the game and then get just an absolute shit show at the end of it. Yeah. Because you don't want a cyberpunk situation. I don't exactly. see that happening with a Lego game because I don't remember a Lego game ever coming out and being in that poorest state. I think mm. your issue you had with... what I can't remember what Harry Potter one it was specifically you had the trouble with, but that's the only yeah, time I've so ever seen a major bug in one. Ever. It was Harry Potter 4 to 7, I think it was, where the actual prompt wouldn't load. So I, I, I couldn't actually... Uh, continue with the story um, yeah. I would restart the PlayStation and all that sort of stuff but for whatever and I was looking at you know walkthroughs to make sure I actually did everything I'm like yep they did the exact same thing but a switch appeared or something for the, the player on the walkthrough but it just never popped up for me yeah. so um, yeah, my alternative was to start a new game so yeah, I was like yeah and, fuck that and you were pretty far <laughs> in at that point too so. yeah so like, I'm not going to restart the game and potentially have the same thing happen again so i was like yeah yeah it, it was it was really fun i loved it but i was like i'm not gonna start again so i, I, I love lego games i just think that what they're taking on at the moment the skywalk saga is huge yeah and it's a it's, massive it's, chunk of it movies it's pretty monstrous and you gotta remember they've done some games like that have insane and i mean insane amounts of characters and things going on yeah and like to put in perspective, right? I have the Lego movie video game. I've got Lego Hobbit, Lego Lord of the Rings. I've got Lego Batman Three Beyond Gotham. I've got the Lego Star Wars games. Not all of them. I do have, I think, a couple of them. And like, they're all fantastic. I've never played a bad Lego game, and I don't want them to release a bad Lego game. So I know a lot of people are excited for it, but as Pixel said, please be patient. I know you know we want the game now we want to play it we want something new we want something exciting but you know there's so many other lego games yeah you know you're gonna have stuff you can play in the meantime that you're gonna have as much fun with you know so i i wouldn't get too stressed as as we said you know it'll come out it will happen you know you wouldn't put that kind of money into a project just to cancel it um it'd be a little silly but yeah i'd I am excited for it, but it does have me a little concerned that they've had to delay it already. Mm. 
but at the same time, it might be because Disney's got something in the works, you know, and they've been told and like, hey, we want you to add this in, and then they've got to add yeah, more to it. You never know, but um, oh, yeah, look, as we said, just gonna be patient. You'll get it when you get it, and yeah, don't cry about it. <laughs> it's just it's, a game, guys. <laughs> it's Lego, dude. And I know, like, yeah, a Lego game's like way cheaper than actual Lego because that shit's like way overpriced. But yeah, it is fun. Like I love Lego, but I'm not paying like three hundred dollars for like an X-wing. Get out of here. Yeah, uh, but you know, it's you know, it's not the end of the world. Again, remember, this is a game you don't have yet. You know, mm. you've survived your whole life without it. You'll survive the rest of your life without it. So yeah. you know, patience. Again, as we said earlier, get no entitlement. Don't be entitled to think you deserve this game just because. Hey, I own every other Lego game. I'm a massive fan nothing wrong with being a massive fan but you know if they had to stop making them they have to stop making them if they have to delay a game they have to delay a game patience you know it's worth having yeah exactly um now a new sort of segment that i want to introduce onto the podcast um a few other people that i listen to also do this they talk about the games they've been playing within the last week or so um just sort of talk about it um any interesting stories or anything like that um but we've been both playing outriders but we'll get into that in a second but Mm. another game that i've recently just been playing is i dusted off my 3ds and i restarted a game on animal crossing (laughs) oh my god it's so good animal crossing new leaf holy shit i before you continue your story i want to tell everyone out there this is the man that bugged me for a solid month up to the release of Animal Crossing to buy it every single day. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure you actually sent me 20 bucks towards it, if I recall. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> because you're like, play it for me, big boy. And so I went out and got it, played it for him, and, you know, until he got his fix. He's like a heroin addict with Animal Crossing. <laughs> he doesn't necessarily need it 24-7, but he's like damn i need a fix and he'll get his fix yeah. one way or another and then uh, a good friend of ours just your girl cat shout out to her uh she recently got a switch and because she was getting a switch or talked about getting one the first thing pixel said is are you getting animal crossing yeah <laughs> in, in, in my gilded server i've yeah. um, i've put in every single event from now until the end of the year <laughs> in the in the calendar so I'm like, there you go, cat. Here's a bunch of content for you to look out for in stream. Go get it, girl. <laughs> Actually, there's a there's a YouTuber I should uh, I should send you a link to. His name's like uh, Yoshia or something. I've, I've completely butchered his name. I do apologize. Um, but he actually did a challenge of making an entire Animal Crossing video every single day of just like his gameplay of the island and stuff. And I was thinking oh, awesome. maybe I, I might try doing something like that. I thought it was really um, you're yeah, do it. His name. Um, and it's like going from the very beginning, 365 days in, and like just how much it changes. Like you can do it. Yeah, that'd be day. awesome, dude. Because it's the sort of game for those who don't know. Animal Crossing isn't the game you play for 10 hours a day. You play it for no. an hour for 10 years. You know, you'll play yeah. it an hour every single day, non-stop. It is. It's kind of like think of it like a coffee you know you like coffee you'll drink it a bit mm. but you won't drink like a hundred cups of coffee a day because that's just stupid exactly mm. but you will have it every single day yeah and if you so don't when, when get you it have one it, day yeah. you feel crap 
Yeah. And, you know, you enjoy it while you're having it, and then you finish it, and you go, cool, put it away, wait for my next coffee. Yeah. You just, you play sort of sporadically. I think that's a great idea, man. I honestly think you should be doing that. That'd yeah, be awesome. I, might, I, I, I might, watch the shit out of that, man. <laughs> I know, especially now that you're going back to the office, so I'm like, I need to make something for yeah. happen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Gotta give so it a little Blow a little my fix. brains out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway but yeah, you're, so, saying you're getting back into New Leaf. Yeah, so dust it off my 3DS. Um, I do have a review of another Zelda game on the 3DS that I'm going to be working on, so I'm going to be playing through that as well. Just talking about why that's my favourite Zelda game, but I want to do another playthrough just so I've got everything sort of down pat. But I decided, you know, let's just start a new island on Animal Crossing. And I was like, holy shit, this game is so fun. It's so chill. Um... The music was just amazing. So when I eventually do get my Switch, I probably will do like a comparison between old and new Animal Crossing, you know, what's better and why. But, uh, you know, when my girlfriend's watching TV, I'll just sit on the couch and, you know, she watches her show, I'm doing Animal Crossing. It's just such a chill, relaxed game. I, I missed it. I haven't played it for years, but I just really missed it. And, you know, you got spare 15 minutes, you can pick it up and do some stuff. You get a spare hour, you can fill in the hour. It's just such a good game just to fill in some time. Um, have you been playing anything else outside of Outriders or purely uh, just Outriders? Uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, yeah. Because the movie's coming out, which got delayed by a week, which I'm really sad about. Uh, I'm usually playing like a couple of games at any given time, but Mortal Kombat's kind of been my go-to game. Um, yeah. Because we'll talk about Outriders in a second. But with Mortal Kombat 11, um, whenever Outriders servers went down, I just booted that up, did a tower, and then came back to Outriders to play it. Yeah. And for those who don't know, I played this a lot when it came out on PS4, to the point I have almost platinum trophied it. I'm one match away from doing it, and I just got so lazy I couldn't be bothered doing it, because I played it for like 150 <laughs> hours. Like, I put a lot of time in. I did all of Yeah. This was before they cut down the amount of fatalities you had to do on each character, so you had to do like 50 or some shit fatalities uh to every single character to unlock everything so you had to yeah. kill every character 50 freaking times it took forever and i've been slowly doing that so i'm about halfway through doing that challenge again um but they have cut it down and i actually recently got an achievement which i'm pretty happy about uh with which is the 100 brutalities but only like seven percent of players have done it uh which to me is weird because if you're gonna you know do Mortal Kombat you gotta do the crypt stuff you don't you don't really mm. get Mortal Kombat specifically for the story uh, but it's been it's been a lot of fun especially relearning combos and stuff you know Pixel's favourite thing for fighting games that he never pays attention to <laughs> uh, shout out to the Injustice 2 days uh, what was it Injustice 1 I can't remember nah was 2 I was, like, I was like why am I being you know why am I getting my ass handed to me you're like do fucking combos I'm like oh I'm winning now <laughs> yeah, you didn't have a single problem until, like, the very last boss, and, like, that's just because he's hard. Um, <laughs> like, once you're like, once you're like, oh, combos, I'm like, yeah, you don't have to just do special moves and single punches. Like, do do some, like, very simple three-hit strings, and you'll win every time. And yeah. I've been trying to get back into my uh, Liu Kang combo that's, like, what is it, one, two, three, four it's like a 12 hit combo or something it's it's really hard to pull off because the timing's so precise and I think there's mm. a little bit of uh, leeway when you play with a uh, PlayStation compared to PC like PC your timing is like ridiculous 
So yeah. uh, for anyone who does like Mortal Kombat uh, and Mortal Kombat 11 specifically, and you're like, hey, I'll get it on PC, or you haven't got it yet and you want to get it on PC, just be warned, you have to be really friggin' quick on your button presses. Like, do everything ahead of time. Which yep. is just, it's really weird. It's probably the only problem I have, because like, back in the day, it's like you sort of time it after the push, whereas now it's like, okay, I need to do square, triangle, square, uh, quarter circle circle or whatever you know and you're not really timing specifically to the what's happening on the screen so uh that, that was always fun uh but yeah i've been playing that a fair bit uh i want to shout out my uh good friend connor uh he versed me on it once when i played it on playstation when i was playing it a lot and because i'm like the one person in my friend group who really plays fighting games um I always play as Brandon because it's really unfair if I just pick the characters I like. So he got a phone call um, and while we were waiting. Um, so I hit, you know, random to get my character. He picked out who he wanted. Problem was, at the time, I got Liu Kang. And I just <laughs> looked at him and just went, I am so sorry. And he's like, what do you mean? Because he hadn't played with me yet. And he did not hit me once for the entire fight. I think we did three straight rounds. And he just yeah. got his ass handed to him. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I was like, okay, rule is I'm not allowed to use Liu Kang. Because, like, I was yeah. playing him online. I think I had, like, an uh, 85 or 90% win rate with him at the time. Shit. Um, yeah. But, like, I wasn't playing super high-level players. Do keep this in mind. Because, like, you got to work your way up. It was before they mm. really had the um, the proper matchmaking in. So I didn't really... Yeah. I didn't fight anyone too hard. But the other character I really like and I wish you could have custom skins because I want to make I want to put your stupid like face that you have like your little <laughs> emote thing on it uh, for those who don't know Caudal Calm because I call him my big beefcake because uh, he's like <laughs> he's like six foot seven jacked as all hell so you know like Shao Calm, right yeah he's basically the same size as him Oh, shit. And he's got like this—he's got like the Final Fantasy Final Fantasy Seven giant Buster Sword t- uh, type uh, thing. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, he's just a beefcake. And the way I play him, and this is—you shouldn't do this in fighting games. But I just walk at my opponent. I don't like block or anything. <laughs> I just walk at them because he's so fucking big and his reach is so ridiculous. I just start swinging, and I just—I want to put your face on that character because I'm like, that's my big beefy boy. <laughs> Anyway, that's enough uh, of uh, me on Mortal Kombat 11, because I'll talk about it all day. <laughs> I do enjoy that game a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the game that we have been playing together is Outriders. Yes. Now, before we do get into it, I just want to clear up a few things. When this game came out, it did have a few server issues. Now, I am planning to do a review on this as well um, in a couple of weeks, so look out for that. But... When this game released, like most very big games, there were server issues where people were disconnecting. Um, and this, I guess, is the con of having an always online game. People who were doing single player only, and I, and I hate always online games. If you're not in multiplayer or whatever, you know, I, I, I'd sort of suggest not having always online. Yeah. Um, because if you're doing a single run, you know, single player run through the game, servers go down, your single player game will go down with it. Yeah. And people, <clears throat> sorry, understandably got really frustrated just to say, look, I'm doing this game by myself, I'm running it by myself. 
completely single player, but servers go down and my whole game just drops. Yeah. People have lost progress on bosses and you know certain loot that they've picked up and all that sort of stuff. So understandably, people got frustrated. Um, and in, in in the first couple of um, couple of days, like almost every hour or every second hour, there was some new bug that was being reported or one that was being looked into. So I just don't think they anticipated how many people were actually playing this game or, yeah. or going to. Um, but didn't it like outperform Borderlands? Yeah, so I actually sent you. Um, so there, the, this is just on PC, by the way. But the concurrent players, the all-time high, um, bet Borderlands too. So Outriders on, I think I sent that to you. What on the fifth? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Um, the highest peak recorded games from the fifth of April was one hundred twenty-four thousand eight hundred twelve. Borderlands 2's highest peak was 124,678. So, Borderlands is insanely popular, and it's such a good sign that a brand new IP actually beats the highest concurrent player, or, or, you know, beats Borderlands 2, which is one of the biggest games in this kind of um, sort of genre of of gaming or, like, you know, looter-shooter kind of things. It's just crazy. I, I didn't anticipate it to be as successful as it is, and I don't think the developers did either. Yeah. Um, and it, obviously, with that come you know all, all the server issues. But I'm happy to report, you know, when I played for a couple of hours yesterday, I didn't experience anything apart from one time the HUD or the heads-up display just didn't turn up. Yeah. Um, but I went into a pause menu, came back out, and it was all there. So that's the only bug I've really only come into. Yeah. And we um, did, you did have that one technical crash where, like... Ah, uh, yeah, that was bad timing, though. Yeah, I think that was just the server sort of shit itself. Because what happened was, I went to join Pixel's yeah. game while I was streaming. Um, mm. And he's his, uh, a friend of the, of, the, of the pod, as people would say. Uh, Roger, what's his channel's name again? Button uh, Mash. Button Mash Pod. That's it. I always say it wrong. Uh, whenever I have to say it, my brain just doesn't get it. Uh, but yeah, he was he was playing with Pixel, and he jumped out, and I jumped in at the same time while you were in a yeah. loading screen, and it just shit the bed. Like yeah. it had so thing no is, idea what to do. Yeah, and it wasn't even like, my game. I I was a part of his game, so when yeah. he left, I ducked out. But then you were trying to join me, who was already yeah. joining Roger's game. So yeah. the game was just like, what the fuck are you three doing? Like, yeah. Someone's jumping out, someone's jumping in, someone's caught in the middle. Yeah. That's, that's like, the only nah. bugs I, I, like you've told me about. I've, I've definitely had a lot more bugs, uh, yeah. personally, but nothing necessarily awful, if that makes sense. Mm. I've, had a, I've had a few crashes, but the most of the crashes I've had has to do with DirectX 12, which was actually an issue you were having, you were saying where you couldn't launch it with DirectX 12, but you swapped to DirectX yeah. 11 and haven't had a problem since. There is something wrong with DirectX 12 and the drivers, I think, uh, at mm. the moment, at least for PC. I'm not sure if it's for AMD users. Uh, we're both uh, on <coughs> NVIDIA graphics cards. Uh, so that's something that, you know, I think will get fixed in time. It could just be a clash between drivers to do with cross-play. I'm not sure exactly what's going on there. I have done every bit of testing I can. Now, the biggest problem I had was I get this really weird stutter. Now, a lot of people, when they're talking about a stutter, they mean like consistent stuttering in terms of 
drop frames, it'll like speed up, slow down, speed up, slow down, and it's just a real nightmare. I haven't had that issue. I have once every like 20 seconds on the dot, it would just slow down and then go back to normal for a second. And then it'd be fine for 20 seconds and then it would stop. And then like it would just, and it may, because the problem is I'm playing a sniper class, it makes aiming basically impossible when you're in a big gunfight that lasts a couple of minutes. So I did everything I could to fix it, followed everything people were saying. I did the rollback of drivers. I did this, I did that, uh, which caused its own series of issues. So do be careful if you go, oh, I'll try the rollback thing. Do be careful about that because it does cause uh, confliction issues with like latest versions of Windows and things like that because you do need everything to be up to date for it to work properly the way that they're designed. However... My problem was my keyboard, and this is really dumb, but this is the same issue I had with Resident Evil 2, the remake. First time I tried to play that game, there is something wrong with the polling rate between my keyboard and my computer where it'll just desync and it causes this weird fucking issue Ah, where my characters do not work properly and it makes the frame rate go all over the place. I don't know why. It is so strange. I have checked everything there is. So weird. If your if your uh, keyboard has macros and things on it, and you're coming into like just this one-off occasional stutter, maybe try mm. resetting it back to factory defaults. That might help. Uh, yeah, it's a very very strange one. But I also had like a million issues trying to get the thing to bloody launch when I tried to stream it yesterday, which is the first time I ran into like serious issues other than the server dying. Um, yeah. Okay. But usually, a lot of the crashes you got to remember are going to be server based, where yeah, it just the server shits itself. And I think it's one they didn't plan for as many people playing as there is, because you know it was pretty quiet up until the demo came out, and then everyone got really excited really quick. Uh, So you know, I think within the next week the game will be very stable and uh, pretty much fine. Um, I have heard of issues with the crossplay being like consoles are fine together but consoles to pcs having some issues from what i've heard hmm. um, um yeah i'll be streaming tonight i'm i'm thinking i might reach out to to Gould to see if he's available because he'll be playing on the console yeah. um just to see if he can get in and we can test that test out as it. well yeah. um but yeah so what people are saying what they did say was that the end game um there wasn't too much or the end game content could be improved but apparently that has been improved now um, yeah. and toward the end of the game if you keep scaling up with your world tier level so world tier levels for those who don't know is basically like, you know the difficulty that the game is set at as you're going yeah. through a particular mission or anything um, and it gets fucking tough it gets tough I was like, holy shit so to I was like oh yeah my world yeah so you, you go first you go first yeah, so I was going through the game, uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, world tier 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's getting a bit more difficult, just scaling up. But, you know, I'm getting new weapons and new armors and all that sort of stuff that you can pick up and with all your loot. And I'm like, yeah, cool. It's proportionately, you know, increasing the difficulty because I'm playing for a lot longer. I'm more familiar with the mechanics, with my abilities, all that good shit. And then it gets to world tier 6 and... World Tier 5 is like hard mode or something. Um, World Tier 6 is called Master or, or yeah. something like that in, in yeah, the banner. I think it goes easy, normal, hard, uh, expert master. 
expert Something master. Like yeah, so six is is master. And I was getting into this boss fight, and I was clearing out most of it. But then when the boss spawns in, his fucking shots just like took out half my health. I'm like, what the fuck? And I just get yeah. ambushed. Um, it, it doesn't change the amount of enemies that are on your screen in or any how of the quick world they tiers, die, but uh, for the most part, yeah. I think like they it's, still like you will still like the amount of damage you do scales pretty well. Mm. Uh, it's just how much damage they cause to you, I think. But yeah. this boss was just like fucking ripping me a new one, so I had to drop it down to I think world level five or four. Yeah. And I think yeah, I think I just went four just to get through it because it was pissing me off, and I, I smashed her on like the very next go. I was like, oh, that's a lot easier. So. I think if you're, I think for me, a good difficulty would be level five. Yeah. Um, At least until you get slightly insane. better gear and slightly better, uh, yeah, abilities and that. Because like I am, I'm not like I'm not like near the end game or anything yet. I'm like level mm. seventeen, eighteen, something like that. Because I haven't got to yeah. play it as much as I'd like, but I find five is fine. Like, yep. you don't have to think too hard. You'll still die if yeah. you're not paying any attention, like any game you should. Six, at the moment, with the weapons I've been able to get, is challenging but fair. And, you know, I was coming up against this one boss in one of the missions I was doing. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But it basically eventually spawns waves of mobs, and you got to take them yep. out. So... Uh, you got to deal with them, and if you f- just try to focus the boss, you're going to lose. But if you just focus, um, you know, the mobs, you're going to lose. You have to learn to, yeah. you know, t- you got to learn the mechanics of the boss fight. So yeah. I think it's not necessarily that it's impossible, but the the issue I have is the game isn't really designed for you to be able to dodge getting hit. Like, yeah. especially with the amount of weapons that have guns... When you're finding stuff that doesn't have guns and has slow projectiles, perfectly fine. You can dodge anything no matter how hard the game is. But when you're playing yeah. against like the humans who are shooting at you and stuff, it's just... You've got no hope. You're going to get hit because these bullets That's, fly like bullets. You know, yeah. They're super quick. Like, if That's why hit, the... Um, that's why the um, the trickster class is so good when you can create that bubble. That bubble mm. catches all the bullets and and puts them into slow slow motion, so you actually can dodge them. Um, but yeah, what, what, one of the um, one of the creators I listened to as well, Skill Up, um, he's been playing it. He's got through the campaign and he took him about twenty hours. But he was saying that the the grind is actually really good and they've they've improved it quite a lot um, over just the last couple of days. Mm. Um, and they're saying that even when you're playing with multiplayer, like this, this game is designed to play with, oh, with friends, in, in my opinion. It is um, not a solo game. Yeah. And he was saying that the difficulty with, you know, when, when you're playing with a friend, because everyone has to pull their weight. It's not like someone can just carry the team the whole way. If you're setting it at the appropriate difficulty, everyone must be on their A game and must be contributing um, to taking out or you know completing the mission or taking out the bosses or whatever, it's not a game where someone could just you know come in and just carry the whole team and that's it. Yeah, it's I, I don't know what they've done, but they've just they've got the multiplayer, the difficulty scaling just down pat. It's it feels yeah. so good. Um, yeah, I can't wait to play more of it, man. <laughs> yeah, I think one one concern I've I've heard and I do agree with this. I think in the early game, in terms of what you get and how quick it tries to scale you up into like world tier six and above, 
is probably a little quick to get to six. It's fast. But it's, it's appropriate fast, man. after after six. Like because I've been yeah. playing on six for a bit, but I haven't quite got to seven yet. And it feels like yeah, that's a good kind of pace to learn the mechanics, get my build going, things like that. But I mm. think you get given to world six a little bit too quick. So to me, I've made this comparison before, but to me, this is just Diablo three. Um, yeah. But the difference between this, as you're saying, like, because one person can't come in and carry. If you were to play Diablo 3 with me right now, I could get you maxed out and, like, ridiculously overpowered within yeah. an hour. Like, I could have yeah. you have all the best gear that you could probably need within, a, like, within a day. Whereas this, yeah. this is a sort of game where the whole point is to play as a squad with friends. And yeah. it's, especially if they add in, like, raids and things like that, like... They've definitely because I don't know everything about the game. I you know I don't like to spoil myself. I don't care if someone tells me what's in it, but I, you know I'm not actively going to spoil something for myself. Um, where I'd like to see you know like in terms of how uh, Diablo has rifts and rifts are basically just a randomly generated goal that you have to achieve. Um, hmm. Well, that's the bounty, sorry, but the rift is like his like a random dungeon you gotta go through it and kill everything uh, sort of thing and I'd love to see content like that be in the game in terms of like okay we're gonna randomly generate who you have to kill like what switches you have to hit do this 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 and just kind of give you like basically an infinite gameplay loop at the end to make the game really have a lot of lasting power because the problem Mm. I see is once you kind of get your character maxed you're going to be like, okay, now I could go for better gear, but if there's not a lot of necessarily endgame content other than just trying to get better gear, it's hard to do. Mm. You know, it's hard to justify yeah. really doing stuff with. Now, again, this game literally only just came out. It's not old, you know, uh, yeah. and they've got all the time in the world to add stuff to it. I'm interested to see what they do in, in terms of DLC and things like that, or if they're going to do free updates and things. So... I'm very curious what the business model long term is going to be, mm. um, especially considering they got more players than they thought they would get. So hopefully yeah. they can keep those players going because you don't want to see a game get to the point where you know there's a few, maybe like five thousand people playing it, and yeah. it's enough to justify keeping the servers, but it's not enough to justify having a team come in and add to the game because people who love the game yeah. and so far we're both loving it. You know, it's going to be like, well, what's the point of playing it anymore? You know, it's going to be hard to justify mm. coming back to it. Because um, a good example of that was Battleborn, uh, which unfortunately they shut down the servers to. So even if you want to play the single player, you can't play it anymore because it was an always online yeah. game. Yeah, uh, so yeah, <laughs> it's it's bad, and especially when you got to take servers down for maintenance. It's like, what if that like someone works overnight and that's the only time they can freaking play? Yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's something um, that I don't like. Yeah, Skill Up was saying that there is a lot of um, in-game content to keep you playing, and it's actually quite interesting. So you will want to keep coming back, which is which is a good sign. Um, I, like I don't know what it is. I didn't want to spoil it for myself, but um, yeah, it, it's just good to see and good to know that there is something at the end of the story um, that will keep you coming back, not just like you know mindlessly, you know grinding for certain things there's actual incentives to come back and there's there's a whole range of you know side missions and stuff to do in the game as well so 
I think it's a game you'll be able to put hundreds of hours into quite easily yeah. um, and not feel like it's just like an arbitrary sort of grindy game. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, every day it seems to get more and more solid and, you know, more secure in terms of, you know, any kind of dropping out of the servers or any kind of issues like that. Um, yeah. People are able to drop in into my game whenever they want as long as they're a friend on um, on the game or on Steam or anything. Yeah. It's, yeah, I'm just, I'm loving it. I can't wait to get back into it. Yeah, it's the growing pains. Like, any game that's going to yeah. have an online service, like, literally every game I know that has any form of multiplayer, day one, that isn't already an established franchise for multiplayer, yeah. like Call of Duty or something, they've always had an issue with their online stuff. It, yeah. it happens. It sucks. And I think people are right to point out, hey, I don't recommend buying this game right now until you know this uh these issues are fixed because right now i think it's still sitting yeah. with a mixed uh review on mm. uh, steam and like they're, they're we can sit like, there and say we enjoy this game we love it it's great fun but yeah. i still wouldn't actively recommend it at least for another week until they i, I wouldn't say not not issues. yeah not not for the price range they're charging almost 90 australian dollars or 80 to 90 australian dollars for a game that for the in the first couple of days, crashed a lot. I wouldn't recommend that to anyone. If I'm paying yeah. almost a hundred Australian dollars for a game, I want that shit to be fucking flawless. I don't want any crashes. I want it to be, you know, every single promise has made to be kept, and everything just to work fluidly. And it it just sucks. But you know, the fact of the matter is, is that it didn't work flawlessly at the start of um, you know, yeah. of its of its launch. It had a lot of server issues it had a lot of people losing their progress because it would drop out um it would have a lot of crashing issues from people trying to join your game or you know the huds weren't appearing like i said every day it gets a little bit better and better and better but look if you haven't picked it up and you're thinking about it just look at the more the most recent reviews have a look and you can sort of track the progress of you know the issues that are coming up or that you know that are most prominent for people um, mm. and decide when it's a good time for you to get in there because sometimes you could you know you can put up with a couple of you know HUDs not appearing sometimes um, but you might not be able to deal with the constant crashing so you might just have to wait a week and if people stop reporting the crashes you know that that problem might be fixed now so yeah. just track the progress if you haven't already got it but I definitely recommend getting the game maybe even waiting a couple of weeks to make sure that all the all the issues are ironed out but definitely keep it on the list to play eventually because um, it is such a fun game yeah and if you're not sure whether the game's going to work well for your system like if you've got a bit of a weaker computer if you're playing pc do the demo the demo is free it is going to be yep. you know it's enjoyable it'll probably be a lot more stable than what the mm. actual game is do keep that in mind yeah because that was our experience so they probably have the demo on a different server uh, but you know look for if you can find reviews of someone who's got a similar system to you yeah uh, just because and look, it, on, will, on, it will help yeah and on that demo as well you can try out the multiplayer features and all that sort of stuff as well so you know if you're wondering oh can I only try the multiplayer features in the full game and all that sort of stuff no you'll have people drop into your game you can invite people into your demo game as well so Basically, every most of the main features um, that you can get in the full game are in the demo to some capacity um, for you mm. to give some kind of indication as to how it will play in the full game. So it's going to give you the most, you know, the most information to make that consumer decision of whether to buy it or not. Yeah, 
And also, if if you're looking at reviews, for the love of God, if you see a negative review and it's got less than, like, three hours of gameplay, don't... Don't listen. Don't listen to it. Because, you know, I've got one right here. I tried playing for a while, uh, didn't work, but they've got 0.6 hours. And I get, yeah, the game was crashing (laughs) and stuff, but, like, that, you don't know what the game is. You know, yes, you can say, look, I can't recommend buying this because it doesn't work, but look for the people mm. who played at least maybe like a couple hours because they will t- they're more likely to say, look, I was getting the crashes, I could get in, and they'll tell you whether the game was fun or not. And if you're willing to deal with some crashes and issues with the server, as I personally am, I am glad, like I'm happy to you know deal with that because I could, as I said, I'll boot up Mortal Kombat while I was waiting for servers to come back up. Um, yeah, and I can enjoy it a lot now. A lot of, as we said, a lot of those crashing errors are a lot less, but now the other bugs are kind of becoming a bit more prominent in it. And mm-hmm. as I said, you might want to launch in DirectX 11 because DirectX 12, I've had a lot of issues. I haven't tried yeah. DirectX 12 since swapping to the, uh, like uh, resetting my keyboard with that weird issue that mm-hmm. it was seemingly having. But, you know, it's, uh, to me, it's a very, very good game. And, but if you're not sure on, pulling the trigger do the demo can't go wrong yeah you'll have a good time exactly nothing to lose except yeah. for a couple of hours of your life but you'll, yeah. you'll enjoy it <laughs> yeah you'll, you'll have a good time um do be warned it does take up a bit a fair bit of space for a demo it's like 20 gig demo yeah uh, so yeah, do keep that in mind so it's it's pretty big now one thing also to note when it comes to outriders because this game is very server side um, when these updates are happening, you won't have to download updates on your end a lot. Mm. So yeah. uh, it's good, especially if you haven't exactly got you know the fastest downloading connection. But you got a stable connection. But you know, say you only download at one megabit, you know, one megabyte um, speeds. Instead of getting like a thirty gig download, uh, e.g., something like Cyberpunk, you know, it's you don't really have to worry so you can just sort of leave the game installed and be like yeah i can just play it don't have to think about it yeah no it's it's such a fun game so yeah if you haven't got it definitely get it try the demo if you have any concerns Mm. but yeah and look we're going to be streaming it yeah go ahead i'd love it to have a first person mode i want this game that would be sick i know the game is designed for third person but that would be when it comes to when, like, did you ever play uh, the Battlefront games, like the Star Wars Battlefront games? Nah, but I watched a lot of people play yeah. it. Because, uh, like, I played a fair bit of that, re- like, not recently, recently, but, like, you know, three, four months ago, I was playing it a bit with a mate, and he always plays third person. I always play mm. first person. I don't like third person cameras <laughs> that much. Because yeah. I'm like, I like first person because I feel like I can actually aim properly. Because third person's mm. kind of got that weird... I can sort of shoot around this wall, but I can't sometimes. Yeah. Uh, thing. So, yeah. Uh, Square Enix uh, and whatever the developers are, people who can fly, please give me a first person mode. Thank you. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> no one else. Fine. <laughs> Just your I'm entitled, damn it. I'm a straight white male. I should get everything, right? That's how this works. <laughs> get an edgy. I demand it. <laughs> But yeah, man, um, I think that would do for today's episode. If you got nothing else to, to bring up? Uh, no. Uh, everyone go see the Mortal Kombat movie when it comes out and tell me if you like it. Yeah. I'm very excited for it. I'm sad Johnny Cage isn't in it, uh, which makes, you know, doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Or is he? No, he's not. 
There's no actor listed. Oh. <laughs> the, or um, is he? <laughs> uh, the the reason being, I think they want to do a, like one. There's two speculations. One, it's to do with diversity and stuff. We're not going to go into that because fuck that. That's a whole kind yeah. of fish not worth opening. Uh, which I don't think that's the case. I think the they're trying like you've got something like 35 characters or something you've got to try and fit in this movie and like you saw what happened with Justice League you yeah. know you're gonna need like seven hours to try and give all these characters backstory you're gonna have to leave some yeah. characters out and for those who have played and those who don't this is a bit of a spoiler warning for the Mortal Kombat games as much as Liu Kang is the chosen one to start with it swaps over to being Johnny Cage and Johnny Cage becomes human, uh, humanity's saviour so I think what they want to do is develop all the other characters because they've said they want to do a sequel where Johnny Cage is the lead. Yeah. So I think that's that's the reason. It's nothing to do It'll with the way up to diversity it. quotas and all that crap. I to me yeah. that makes a lot more sense because like he doesn't play a huge role in the first Mortal Kombat. He becomes a bigger player by you know towards the end of the story. Yeah. But yeah, sort of working uh, their way up to it. So yeah, that, that'd be good. But that's that's me done. Just everyone see that. Yeah. Um, also, tell us how, if you liked the King Kong versus Godzilla. I still haven't got to see it yet, but I'm oh, hearing mate, a lot of really good things. It's good. <laughs> it's so, so dumb, but it's fucking good. I, yeah. I won't talk about it until you've that, seen that's, it. But, that's oh, my mate. stream in a nutshell. It's so dumb, <laughs> but it's not good. But um, <laughs> yeah. So we're look. We're going to be <clears throat> streaming Outriders um, all throughout the next couple of weeks. I'm assuming um, yeah. without fail because I'm going to be fucking loving this game. So if you do want to come check us out, it's twitch.tv forward slash pixelshawn or twitch.tv forward slash carlek. All social links will be in the show notes or description um, down below, as well as Patreon and any other social networking links or whatever you need to find us on. Um, anything else you want to wrap up with? or Nah. Uh, pretty much covered everything haven't we just just be good people you know um, yeah there's a lot going on don't in the be world. assholes yeah just I've, I've had enough of people being pricks like I'm a prick don't get me wrong but like at the end of the day look after one another you know try to be put good out in the world yeah that's it alright guys well thank you so much for listening to another episode of Pixels Podcast if you are listening on a platform that has a rating system please go ahead and give us the highest rating We'd very much appreciate it. Um, Take care, stay safe, guys, and we will see you in the next week's podcast.